it's yeah, it's been a rough fucking week, right? How are we all doing, y'all? We have first of all, Aisha here. Um, please excuse the headdress. There's been some shit going on, but it has nothing to do with all the riots and all the uprisings and all the. It's just something else. So just excuse this. We've got Mallory. Say hello, hi. Hello. And we've got Stormy. Hello. These are my girls, my regs. <laughs> We're gonna be here doing our thing. So, yeah, our show was originally, and I think it, we should. I mean, originally it was about white tears. Mm. That was what was gonna we were gonna talk about, and I think we are gonna talk about this. You guys get this comfortable room. because the show does not have a time limit to it, <laughs> and we have a lot to say. We have a lot to say. So, uh, first of all, um, thank you guys for all coming. Thank you guys for all being here. Thank you for being vigilant. There is a march today at one o'clock, um, done by some local black uh, activists brother and sister team who are good-hearted people, have the best intentions in, in the world, and they are leading, and they are young, and we should support them. One o'clock at the federal building, uh, and it's a peaceful demonstration, so they're gonna have speakers, and they're gonna have um, an ASL interpreter, and Spanish speaker, so please go and support these two young activists. That's the first thing I wanna say. Anything that y'all wanna throw in before we get started? No? No? Okay. All right, so white tears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been rough, y'all. I've been posting some shit on here. I did a, uh, I did a monologue that was totally preemptive on Wednesday that about my experience uh, with police brutality. And uh, Mallory here wrote a amazing post mm -hmm. about white tears and about just being you know, mm -hmm. inundated with everyone's issues when it's really our time to be heard. Um, and that is going, it's getting spread far and wide. And I think it's important because we're all resonating right now. We're all, we're all trying to support. This is a, a, unprecedented in the United States um, in this, in this, in this, uh, what, in the last three decades? How long has it been since this, since... It's never been like because because the online presence. Sure. The difference of the the '60s and the difference now is that it's online, and so the connectivity is higher than it has ever been. Yeah, it's accessible. It's accessible, <clears throat> um, which is crazy. So anyway, okay. So what when we get first start start talking about this, we're gonna go all over the place. So let's just get going. <laughs> <clears throat> I I was uh, encouraged to write. I was encouraged to say this about white tears about the conversations we've been having. Um, all of the empathetic and very trying, like people trying to be as supportive as possible by, by reading our posts, pushing the the care button. I don't or, know how or I, the sad react. Or the sad react. <laughs> I have feelings about the sad react, but those are just mine. Yeah, well, how <laughs> emojis is not a movement. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is what. Whew. Oh no! Push this. Push red button. Red. 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 That's, <laughs> So, yes, emojis are not a movement. That's that what it should be beautiful. called. Emojis are not a movement. <laughs> emojis are not a movement. So we this is what started this whole conversation is because we were really, like, in our feelings about the emojis that are coming across at us when we're actually putting our lives on the line and we're feeling, like, desperately in despair. And people are hitting the sad button on our, our confessions of our life walking through this this city and this world as black people and it just doesn't sit right like what is it say more about it like it just doesn't for me i mean and i'm not trying to like i 
do what you want to do. But this is how I feel about it. <laughs> That's what the show is. It's exactly. I get it. I get it. I, get it. I just don't want to be held to, like, it is my opinion. Yes. It is not everybody's opinion. We happen to be in, yes, in agreement no, on good. this. But um, I'm aware that it's not everybody's opinion. But I just, it's so, for me, seeing, like, being inundated by, by <laughs> specifically, like, sad reacts when I, like, a ton of sad reacts on posts where I'm writing about justice and equity and oppression and real lived experience of people who are marginalized and who who are not being given voice here, yeah. where we live. Yeah. And I see people who I know love me and who care about me and want to be doing right. Right. And they jump in and everything's just sad, like, or I care about you, or I love you. I want you to know that I individually care about you individually. And I just want to say, it is not about me individually. Right. Like, this Absolutely. is so much bigger. And so if that is where that ends for you, then, then I don't want it. Right, right. I don't want it. I, I, I think right now it's interesting from where we live, who we know, who we see every day, that all of a sudden the, that, that is the, that's the perspective. Yeah. We're saying, do you see me and, and all of me in my community? Yeah. We're like now charging these folks to get uncomfortable and out of their actual, the authentic friendship that we were talking about weeks before, yes. right? Yeah. This is a challenge to friendships right now. Is a challenge to authentic friendships because, or authentic connection, relationships, I and relationships. Yes, mm-hmm. of relationships. Don't get me into the astrology because we don't. Yeah. People, I'll lose it. <laughs> I'll lose them. I know I will. But this is a part of, re, of this is a time to review relationships right now, mm-hmm. and this situation is making us go. Hold on. Thanks for all of that, but actually. I need you to re- I need you to stop and really look at what you're saying to me mm-hmm. because at the at this very moment your sad emoji is almost condescending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind, that's how I feel about mm-hmm. it. I'm like, I told you how I feel when people are like, you know, head <laughs> head tilt. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate that yeah. so much. It makes me so mad because to me they're they're trying to connect with some sorrow. It comes off as pity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because they don't share the same sorrow. Yep. They have no clue, and it's their it's their effect of the white guilt. How can I participate and show that I care, but I really don't even know? So really, I don't care. I, right. I I I just want you to see me. Right. Mm-hmm. See that uh, I'm sharing. See, see that, that I'm trying, and I want that to be enough for our relationship. Yeah. And for you to, to justify, yep, to validate, validate to that val- I yep. am okay with black. Okay. Mic drop. We're done. <laughs> who are hearing this and like really under- hearing what we're saying, please understand that this is us being as authentically for real. Like this is us being as authentic as you can see us. So you have got to take it for what it is. Yeah. If your feelings are hurt by it, if now you're questioning the actions that you've done, good. It's not personal, really. I'm not trying to teach. You're not trying to show that we are being in, we're, we're actually showing you exactly where we are however you feel about that is on you mm-hmm. please understand mm-hmm. yes yes i think the the racial engagement 
you know, and how you interact and what you do in response, like to the reactions of your fear. Right. You know, it's just like you're telling a kid, you know, how to respond to an animal versus a nice one versus a, a bad one. Not saying that we are the animal or anything, whether the fire is hot or the fire is not. It's like how your reactions is made up. Like that affects other people outside of you, outside of your bubble, your reaction to the blackness, your reaction of historically the scarcity of the black man, mm -hmm. you know, and the white woman calling in distress and, you know, either kill him. He's attacking me when really he probably said, you know, go wash your own clothes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Well, I mean, that that just happened. I mean, I know that's just... Yes, 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 happened, yes. Right? And that's part of the white tears that are also, like, we see it now. It's like, nothing has really changed. We just see it now. It's more blatant now. Yeah, it's weaponized. I mean, their they're white tears have are have always been weaponized, though. Like, we're just... Yeah. The terms that we're coming up with in the... In, uh, the visibility that we have now is allowing white folks to see what we've been saying for years. For years. And I don't mean years like 10 years. Or 20 years. 600. Or 30 years. <laughs> or 40 years. And counting. Right. Yep. Like, we've been hollering it from the rooftop. So yep. it's not about a he say, she say. It's just like, thank you, welcome to our table, have a seat, understand some shit. Now that yep. they can see it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And of course, you know how it is. They, they, they don't see it. It didn't happen. Like, we're Absolutely. saying it. They have to see it, and then they got to judge it, and they got to decide if it's valid. And then. But so now we're to a point where... On my Facebook page, I was surprised to see as many people as I saw uh, speaking up. I was actually flooded in a, in a way that I have never been flooded with any other hashtags this Same. time. Same. Right? You're not on Facebook, so, you're, so <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going back. I'm going back to, you know, the basis is like, you know, being black and being sorrowful and having issues and problematic and being the woe. Like them hearing our pain equals us to blackness. So getting more response from people that you've never seen out in the normal is like, oh, my God. Now I get it. Right. Now right. I get she is actually black. Right. Is a, you know what I mean? Or yeah. like, you know, for, yeah. for both, for your visual posts as well as your text posts, you know? It's kind of like, well, well, where do we go from here? Great. So now that I'm black and I've always been black. You are not on the camera. I think you know that. I do know that. I do know that. But she's trying to not be. I'm like, well, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird, it's a, you know, know we're it's here. We just go, we cheat the cheat. Like, we're here. We want to be sideways. Y'all need to get an app. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I wanted it's to okay. see why you it's were okay. saying it. I'm it's sorry. Okay. But, um, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. Because the truth is, it's like the, this needs to, the, the the waking up of white folks, like seeing this, and then the, the flood of empathy that they are showing towards the people that they feel like they should have said before, and now that guilt that's coming through with them, like, I've always known her, and I never knew mm -hmm. what she was going through. And that, that goes back to what you're saying, the individual experience. And the next thing that we're talking about is the, the disconnect between our experience and the community is distinctively different from white people. Well, you know yeah, because our community, we all hold the same post-traumatic stress, the same experience in our bloodline from DNA, and it is passed down. Like, that is, that is unrefutable, you know what I mean? And so, like, when you have... One experience from one person, one black bean, or one, one person that's sharing their story versus understanding that their story is the same as their forefathers before. And maybe this is just the lifetime that they got to express it. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like their stories go out from across borders, you know, mm -hmm. of every different brown person. And so they have to like separate the two. 
instead of bringing it in together, like what you're sharing is like, you know, for the people, by the people on the DNA. Yes, it happened to you individually, but right. on a DNA level to be we're able to express it. yourself. Yes, we carry that. So, so there, so there was something you were saying before about this, where it's kind of like that disconnect of that idea that they, that the white folks really can't see that it's, it's like that excuse of like, but it wasn't me, mm. but it wasn't you. Like you weren't in slavery, so yeah. why are you like That's right. carrying it was the chains? Yep. Yep. Like, yep. Why are you carrying the yeah. chains? Just that distancing down. seems to, for me, it seems like it only extends to white folks. Like, the distancing, that yeah. distancing from the pain of racism. Yes, that's the privilege like, and the tears yeah, and the systematicness. Yeah, oh, they yeah. just mm-hmm. like if like if your response is like I I had nothing to do with that, but. Like, Neither did I. <laughs> Neither did I. Right. Right. And and yet I have to deal with that now. Yeah. I have to walk through the world being aware. Right. Like at the very least, just being aware Excuse of me. how I am seen by people who look like mm-hmm. you. And the thing. And, is, oh, oh no, so go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was just tying it to the to the uh, riots last night. But continue, continue. I, I wasn't going to. Well, I was going to say. Well, when you were saying the danger of being seen, it's not even just being seen. It's like the danger of dying. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? The danger of dying. We're still on the in-between sharecropping generations where you need to stay on your porch because if not, they will take you away. You know, we're right. still at that construct. This is a this is that's an important point that you guys are both making is that you know what we're sitting here talking about? This is not our fight. This is not our problem. Mm-hmm. We've said it a lot. You know, mm-hmm. we've said it a lot. Like this is like we white folks need to understand that this the problem with racism, the distance they have from black the, the black uh black lives and our black experience in the United States is this their issue. We have never been separate from we're not waking up to it. This is not something that happened where we were like, oh damn, did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear? <laughs> no, we all heard. Okay. And we all know and my 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 three year old grandson is learning right now. Yes, because it's survival techniques in America, in the world. These are survival techniques. And if you don't teach your children then, then not only are they dying emotionally, dying psychologically, dying spiritually, like there's parts of them that will be slowly taken away. Right. And right. have been. Yeah. And have been. Have been. You know, R-B. it's like this right. is our responsibility to gain what's been taken away on all those levels. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we need acknowledgement first. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, you may not get 40 acres in a mule, but, you know, I, I, I understand this is happening, and this is why I did it. Like, mm-hmm. I need to know the why I did it. Right. And then what you're going to do about it. Now, that leads us to the exact, the, exactly where I wanted to go with it, is that the idea that when we are looking, when black folks are looking at these hashtags and looking at these deaths, and the, the, the snuff video keeps rolling and rolling and rolling, um, and the white folks are getting more and more upset about watching this man this woman, this person, just be be snuffed out, you know, over and over again, generally at the hands of the police. And we are, and it becomes a sensationalized act. It's like white, they have to sensationalize this death. And that, that idea, I had a straight up, arg- not an argument, because I'm not, I'm done with arguing, but I had a conversation that I ended <laughs> abruptly <laughs> with a white dude who is absolutely like, he feels that he is for the cause. And he backs up black causes. He, he shops at black places. He, you know, he does all the things that we want allies to do. Mm-hmm. And then I told him, I said, look, I'm tired of seeing that video with that cop on George's neck. You don't have to have George in that video to show what happened to him. We don't need to keep watching him, you know, gasp for his breath. We don't need to keep doing that. 
All we need to see is that cop's face. Mm. That's all we need to see. Why do you keep putting that black body on like that is the proof of burden? Yeah, and that's because historically what happens. You know, there's pictures it. of us hanging in the trees. You know, this is what it is. Like, that's the proof you know, of burden. The, it is. It is. That's all we need to see is that cop's face. That's all we need. But for the, white folks, yep. they need to see George's face. And I think and that, that is what is traumatic. And yep. that is what hurts. And that's we have what seen he, George's face. We see these are our brothers, our fathers, our mothers, our sisters, our cousins, our friends, our set. Like these are people we have seen those faces. We have heard that distress. Yes, we have heard that. We have felt that. We know what that feels like. Yes, we do not need to see that. No, no. I have a big comment, but I want to see it because just because it's big. Let me see. The more I said, we people. All right. So sorry. All right. Uh, <laughs> To, to interact like that sorry so the sensationalization of the death of a black body the dead black body um i need people to quite understand the white folks and these white tears that we're talking about i do you realize how far apart that puts us mm. far apart and puts us in in this battle the fact that you're going oh. to actually need that black body you're going to need that dead black body but to you stand up argue with black people who say that is not needed and that hurts and still think that you're down for the cause. Right. Whew, that you can't, you cannot do that. Like um, it, it goes back to say, it goes back to a lot of things, but listen to what we're saying, first of all, but, but check in with yourself to why in the world do I have to see that black dead body mm -hmm. to stand up, be outraged and be disgusted. Especially when you think you have authentic friendships with black people. Those are about, that's about you. And it's back to those white tears. It's back to the guilt. It's back to that. Well, I don't, I'm not sure if I want to step out front unless I know what I'm stepping out front for. I mean, I know you keep saying that people are dying, but I don't see them dying. So I don't well, think they're it's here. They're not here. So is it valid? They're not I will decide how much I'm going to, you know, give you on your GoFundMe if I can see the dead body. I mean, that's disgusting. I just want people to understand even the most well- well-intended white folks, that body, y'all stop sharing the body pics. Stop sharing the death pics. Stop it. It's it's disturbing to everyone who is living this reality and for the allies who have actually been on the front lines to see this actually happen to them and, and actually know people and love people who are, who are dying that way. It's a traumatic, it's post-traumatic stress syndrome every single time and you keep on sensationalizing the death and it doesn't, it doesn't show the good side of what you're trying. The impact does not line up with your intention. Just, and actually stop telling, it's the same idea of people saying, we don't want to say riot, we want to say uprising. Good idea, good idea. We don't need to tell people, just stop using riot. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what's wrong with the white tears situation is that they want to be patted on the back for, for showing up with the right shoes on. Like, like it's time to get to work. We don't need to know if you're there or not. The work will show up. The work will show up. When you show up in the right step, in the right intention, you show up with the right energy, we're going to know you're there. Just move. Just move. Move and know what to do. You know what I mean? And be flexible. Be but, flexible. Like, don't come in with your own agenda. Mm. Listen to the voices around you. Listen to the black people who live in your community. Listen to the black people who are in your family. Listen to the black people that you are friends with, that you think you're friends with, right. <laughs> that you work with. All of these things that are happening right now. How are they reacting? What that, are they saying? Take that lead. 
not what you're being told by people who are not mm -hmm. black people right mm -hmm. now in what you should or should not do or what the value of what is being done by black people is or is not. Right. That leads us right. Girl, this is just going down the list. It's <laughs> going down the list. Ooh. Okay. So white people who are not reacting. We see you. We Especially see those you. in the community. How do you continue with platforms <laughs> who love black art, who love black culture? <laughs> they're, 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 they're silent right now. <laughs> Quiet like crickets. <laughs> what do we do with that? What should they be doing? What would you like to see them do? Being in service. Being in service. Because the people I'm talking about, the, 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 the thing that hurts me the most are those people those white people in our community who love black culture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all Girl, the white, all the hip hop artists that have big ass platforms. If they love black people, all like the, they like black culture. Yeah, I'm talking about white people. White mm -hmm. hip hop artists here in Eugene with big ass platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, white performers of all kinds with big ass platforms <laughs> who are being paid as like cultural entertainers, mm. like mm -hmm. who are being compensated above those of us who do live here who are brown and black, okay. who have the same skills, and yet they're silent right now. I silent. don't see none of them. Yeah, what are they saying? Well, you know, you part of the, like, them, those particular people, for them bringing culture back to their people is really going to steal our culture and not sharing it with the rest and of their friends and making it palatable to them. Absolutely. So part about it is like, oh, well, they, they don't ever want to say that that's where it came from, mm -hmm. but they're definitely using it. So I think it's a slippery slope for them. Not speaking up for them, totally. but you know what I mean? At, at this point, it, 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 it'll be nice to see something. Yeah. I'm just saying that silence is deafening. No, it silence is reassuring. That definitely says that I agree with whatever's happening and I'm staying away. And right. it's not safe right now. It's oppression. It's a it's agreeing with the oppress the oppressor. It's like saying I agree. I'm not gonna say I, I believe that silence is actually you are choosing. Yeah, you consciously are saying like yes. I am on that side, but I will not show the world I'm on that side. Right. And that's even worse. Yes, or, it is. Or I'll only show in ways that I know I will not lose. Correct. The benefit that the I have. On both sides. From, yep, yep. I have to stay cool with black people in the community and I don't want to lose the money I'm getting from the city. Right. That's a balance that it like, is a balance. it seems pretty obvious to me. Well, that's how we got this way. The money, the money, the money, you know what I mean? And taking the taking the reins and the ideas off of the chattel, you know what I mean? They're still doing the same way. They're just not individually sold. Mm. Right. No, it's, like it, we're not individually sold, but every group of white friend that we have that's appropriating, that's not being shown, or you step away from that and they don't stop, it's still kind of like we're their channel. Right. I, you, you know, know I, I was encouraged today because somebody who um, is of color, she was like, Where's all my? Oh, she's in a dance community and she's like, Where's all the white folks that are in this dance community? The West yes. African dance community. She's like, Where are y'all at? And it was, it was funny because that's, I see a lot of liberal white folks that I know. Um, and who, who are the first people to be standing up with Native Americans, you know, cause they're the easier brown people to, to, mm -hmm. uh, to, uh, support, you know, um, I see a lot of folks who, white folks who want to appropriate the culture, West African culture, what, what we have issues. I have issues with that too, because I don't see Africans standing up right now. Just saying they're taking my money <laughs> just the same. So I want to talk about that later, but, uh, <laughs> but when I'm just saying, when you try to break bread with me, right. And I, and I'm, and we're under fire right now and I don't see you giving the support. We are not friends. Then okay? you're just taking. 
Then you're, you're just asking me to put <clears throat> my labor towards you. Towards and, you. And they when possibly, you are giving, there's no reciprocity. And they've possibly <laughs> always been doing it, and you just recognize the non-equal energy. Oh, of course yes. they have. You know what I mean? And you, so now you just like slice them, slice them, dice them. They all the way. We all recognize. Trust me, y'all, you are on display. I mean, like you said, the silence is deafening. We see, we're like, you you big blank spot. What the hell? Why did that person, you're not saying, you, me and you are, are cool. You mm -hmm. don't have nothing to say? Oh, we're not cool. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's funny because I I recognize the absence shows up shows up so huge. I was laughing because I was talking about my um uh okay maybe I won't say that right. Now. <laughs> all right, all we'll right. We'll talk about it another time. I do okay. that all the time. I like start thinking about that. I'm like, wait, no, no, I'll put that later, later, later. That's a special podcast. That's a special. <laughs> That's an after. That's when the you know. So, anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah. I think how you would continue. Now you asked what what would I like to see? Yeah. And really, yeah. what I would like to see is the same thing as actions. My it's funny because we were talking about how many times my videos are shared and how many Patreons I actually have. Patreon is when you can give money so that I can can continue the work that I'm doing in the community and on this podcast. I have thirteen. Thank you very much, Patreon. That that uh, you know that support mm -hmm. my work 13 of them now my patreon you can get two dollars five dollar tiers right that's something for me for most people even when i'm not working with you won't really miss five dollars a month you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but i have my videos going three thousand shares i have my videos going you know all these people coming at me like oh my god you're paying you're paying you're paying um and i have 13 patreons that will support my work that now, will support you in continuing to share that pain. Yeah. That will and allowing me. other people to understand it and therefore evolving. Evolve it. Yeah. See, the thing is that white folks don't understand when you put it, put your mouth, put a dollar behind it. And that's not just like, you know, just throw your money at black folks. When p black folks are working, the, the, the equal energy exchange, mm -hmm. you can't do that work. I get you. You can throw $5 at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. $5 at it. That's one thing I would like to see. I would okay. like to see people supporting the people who are out here doing the work. The community leaders, the community voices, the folks who are out here taking the time to have conversations that we don't even really need to be having anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're taking the time to still instruct. Although this is a safe space for black folks, it's instructing white people all the time. I mean, uh, it's kind of like what it does, you know? So uh, if you can't support that, and more uh, than a, not, not even a share. That's what. Well, I mean, I love this platform. Look, I love this platform. But when she said that, it really hurt me. You know, I'm like, you're not, like, is that what this is? She's no. like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> no, that's what it's no, become. And, and, it's become and, that thing. Uh, I just, I don't. You know, I, 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 oh, shucka ducka do. Um, so I, I guess I would like to say is that like, I, I love this platform and, and I believe that the platform is, is an outlet ultimately. If it they is, feel absolutely. like that they can change it into whatever they think they can they change it into, do. everything is a learning experience, you know, definitely not used to them piggybacking off of our trend, you know, we have been the trend forever. So it's kind of like at this point, y'all should just pay the money and give all the damn five dollars if that's the case. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm just, I'm just saying in general, once you like wrapped it all up for me, I was like, man, are we teaching? Then I gotta be a little bit meaner now. <laughs> Gotta be a little bit no, more assholeish. No, in their no, view. This is what.
what? This is the thing. This Shit. is not what we're doing. But this is what they are doing. I the, the platform is for, Well, they don't want alarm from me. Girl, they are they are so, they are learning from you right now. And they, they are, I know, right? But don't think Wake of up, that. Stormy. Don't think of that. No. And when you walk down the street, and this is what we have to understand. I think I said it on my on my uh individual one. When you walk down the street, white folks are learning from us. Oh yeah, you know, all so, the time. So, Six hundred years. Yes, yeah, girl. Look at your head wrap. Look at your face. Absolutely. Look at your posture. Absolutely. They are learning from us. Now, we're the goods. They, well, well, we're the goods. Mm. Now, however, they take that and then spin it is the problem that we have. Right, because right? then they regurgitate it back in our face like they know us when they don't know anything just from observing. You know, they're really they good like at taking the books. They feel right. like they can take they from, like it. From they the Greek it. crawl all day. They taking it. And then giving it back to us. And, the, and they're and like, oh, that looks really good. good. But you, I'll take it away because I'll make the money off of it. And, you know, you just kind of like work on it. And then we pay it. for it to get it Absolutely. Then we pay for it to get it back. So all I'm saying, you ask me what I would like to see, I would like to oh. see some, some, some damn support. With, with on the real, Shit. and I don't mean the, sh the likes, and I don't mean the emoji cares, and I don't mean that. I mean, put five dollars at it. It's not necessarily me, it's, but I mean, look at the situation. You got black folks who are giving the gold and can't and are struggling to pay rent when and and everyone's lined <laughs> up outside. Well, okay, the more the more black we are, the, the less job the jobless we, the more jobless we are, right? And as long the better that we can tap dance, the better that we will get paid. That's that's some fucked up shit. And if you really want to be understand, if you really want to support blackness, and you want to support positivity in the black community, you want to support black folks being black, doing black things without you having to be uh, um, a supervisor, a supervisor, a supervisor of it, overseer. Put some money toward it. <laughs> you you dance West African, you dance hip hop, you 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 know you uh, idolize. Black ballet, you sing, you know, gospel, you sing, <laughs> you know, like, put $5 at it. Go buy black shit. Go do it. Webuyblack.com. And do not sit there with your white tears being upset because when you go there, it's nothing, it's nothing like you've ever experienced. Well, we don't do it like this. We don't do it that way. It's not for you. Understand, when you are, when you are participating in black Culture, it is ours. You come to our stores, you're going to get it like we give it. You know, you come to dance class, I'm sorry, get in the back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is ours, okay? I mean, that's all I'm saying. It's not, we don't have to cater it so that it's comfortable for you. And if you want to support it, you need to know that. You're getting an experience. Grasp it. And business owners that are black know that you don't have to conform to them to make sure you get your money. And if they can't accept the culture that they're walking into and, and when in Africa, you know, if you can't do that, then they can leave and walk out the door. And that means that they're not really what the vibe that you're needing to have I, here and this to is expand. Not, yes, this and is the, not. And have faith that, you know, money will flow and you don't have to separate yourself. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, stand on that line. And that's for other black folks too. Get to the mm. black, black soul businesses, right? Get to it. Get to it. Look it up. Make and sure be friendlier. People up here in the Northwest going back to like understanding the struggle and we're all being one. But you have this thing that you always say is like, even so they your skin, they may not be your kin or something. Yeah, yeah. You said that. 
and so, all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. There you go. And so even at that point, it's like still communicate with each other, even if it's just a head nod, you know, make sure you understand that we're all here, you know what I mean, together, like support it, whether you got like a white husband or a black wife or a black or lesbian, you know, like, you know, let's just like support this as a whole, you know, we're able to support everyone. You know, and then when it comes down to like white tears uh, for the man and the woman, the man is more of like the aggressor because, you know, white men aren't supposed to cry. So they do more of like cutting you off, you know, giving you excuses before your sentences is done, you know, like cornering you in their body language and positions where white women, it's kind of like, you already know the history. Mm-hmm. You already know the history. The, the, what is it? The sheep who call wolf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that is y'all, right? Right. There, right. you know, the wolf is this angry, dark thing, this villain coming through the night. And you're this poor little helpless sheep. You know, <laughs> like, we're over you guys being poor and helpless. You know, it's like, you guys have to either be decide. Either you guys are like these little feeble, wimply things that, like, kind of need help with everything. Or you these, these strong, deliberate women in the workforce that's girl, coming in girl. to promote everybody. Which one you're going to be? Girl, you know what I mean? Side. You have to pick a side. Because that's then at least right. I know. I can see it in your face. If you're feeble, I'm going to know how to handle you. So then, you know what I mean? And if you're strong, it's like. You can't be feeble and help us out. Like no, but those are the ones that those are the ones that are the guilt wrecking. They are the guilt wrecking ones. You yeah. know what I mean? They they show their frustration through guilt, and they want to help, and they they don't really know how to help. So they have you know children or relatives or friends but, that they tag along with. But going back to white tears, I just wanted to. I didn't really complete my statement there. But look, I know I'm be going on a tangent. But but another another thing with oh, black no. te- white tears, it's like just know. Why are you doing this? Did it stay on? You know, I want to know why you cry. You know, and then why you don't cry. Why you don't show up. You know, and then why you don't show up. And then why don't you spread that information or your experience and cry. And then know that your reaction and what those white tears, what they do. You got it? What the white oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. what the white tears and the react what the white tears of the reaction does. You know what I mean? <laughs> and knowing how that affects mm-hmm. everyone around you. You know what I mean? And and if you don't know, you know, this is so funny, I always relate to back to like media because the only thing I watch is movies, but every movie, <laughs> somebody saving up all the white girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That becomes a farmer when she gets older or right. marries somebody important, you mm-hmm. know? So it's kind of like, let's stop saving them. Like, we already know what you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to work anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know? So just stop it. Yeah. So I want to go back to something you said like 10 minutes ago. Ah, I was on it. Wasn't no, I? I just can't. Everything you said was. It was, you were on a roll. It was okay. Just, it was like, it was like, bam, bam, bam. Oh, 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 Chill, let's go. Because the child or the people or the person 
the who you have in your home brings all the community issues with that person, whether they know it, deny it, like it or not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is the situation. Mm -hmm. So these causes are innately yours. You cannot connect yourself through through sex and mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know and and uh, uh, you know you can't connect yourself through sex and act like that's where it stops. You're producing brown babies, you're loving black men, you're loving black women. You are bringing in, and you need to be responsibly bringing in black culture, black awareness, and all of the, the strife that goes with it too. Sorry. And safety and healing and room for that to exist. Absolutely. In that room. Home, which does room. not, exactly, which does also, you can have a black household and that doesn't mean everybody in your household is black. I wanna make that very clear. Yes. Like and that white mom does not become black. But she's still charged with the duty of taking care of those black children. That's right. Yeah, black those, consciousness. Those, yeah, household. those people in that neighborhood, in that predominantly white neighborhood, even if that's just a single white mom and she's got a black child, seeing that black boy or black girl in that neighborhood, that predominantly white neighborhood, puts a target on that person. Absolutely. Puts a target on that house. Right. Puts a target on... Like, that becomes so hyper-visible. And that child or that partner or whoever that is who's in that household who's black... In a predominantly white space, with other white people, with white people who also occupy that household and don't realize, aren't doing the work that they need to to protect and make that a healthy black household. Mm -hmm. Whew, they, the, the, we feel it. This, we know it. Mm -hmm. Right. We know mm -hmm. it. We hurt from mm -hmm. it. We we act out and hurt because of yep. it. Mm -hmm. When those things are not healed, we. It, that, that is the biggest place I personally think because I'm the product of this okay. that you can get in front of that as a white person who has an intimate close relationship family friends ex household etc neighbors to build that camaraderie well it goes back to what exactly <laughs> and protection and that protection is that is reciprocal that is truly reciprocal and we are not just the commodity but when you think of it thank you when you think about if you think about you have one person in your household that's black and you consider your house, your house a black household, how have you then surrounded that black person with love and acceptance? Well, that black person actually has to be taught black love. Right, mm -hmm. right. And know how but to if communicate you're considering your household it, a black household, then they're just going off of the stereotypes that the world gives to them is what black is. So yeah, they're going to yeah, expect their problem. kids to come home with cornrows. They're going to expect them to be saggy pants. They're going to expect them to listen Ooh, to gangster music. So you know, and then when they come home like that, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're black. So that's what you got going. But I feel like in those mixture households, you know, like if there is communication issues in the household with the dynamic of the black parent or the mixed child or the white parent or the mixed child that identifies as being white or black, you know, it really comes down to communication. If they feel like you said, if they're not in a safe space, then, then there, there's no way that they can even be themselves. So who can they speak to? Who can well, they talk to? If, if no one else identifies themselves as black, they're not going to be the first ones because right. they're the kid. Right. You know, and they right. don't even know if it's safe to even do that. You know I what I mean? I wonder if, if the mother who is white or the father who is white or the boyfriend who is white or whatever, the, however the, the, the white person in the house who's got the black <laughs> family members or partners or lovers, if they see themselves as partnered to that cause. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. now, now, of course, the black person who's involved, you know, like you said, walking through the door, you got a target on your back. I mean, whether you want it, accept it, know it, love it or not, it's there. Sorry. So the truth of it is, is that if you're going to engage in, in like in these civic things that we're talking about right now, the civic uprising 
Um, and you're not realizing that just loving on someone like that, that that is a part of a black household. We were talking about here uh, in Eugene, where just like trying to get people to come support black movements that are happening that are totally positive for the children, for education, that, that are deemed black. But here in Eugene, we have such a high population of mixed children, which means we should have a high population of mixed recognized households or black households, which they don't recognize themselves at. So the people we have at these functions are, are good, go, good doers who are older and white, you know, who've been through the struggle and who are still allies and who show up. We don't see no black folks. We see three, four, five black folks. Now, I'm sorry, but if you're looking around the population and you're seeing all the brown people, you know, the, the, light, the mixed people, and we don't recognize or correlate those to, to families that, that can support black culture here, yes. there's a disconnect that's happening. Or need to be reached for services. Because we can't reach those families if the caregiver, if, especially if those are the black children in those houses, mm -hmm. if that caregiver doesn't even recognize the blackness that, has, that could potentially have access. access and be elevated in a right. way that is needed that they're not providing. That they're not providing. They're here. And they just have a bunch of whole, like, mixed people running around. With their hair looking seeing. crazy and the, and the sagging, the sagging their jeans and, and acting like... like. Because we learn how to be black from what white people think black, black people is. are. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did that oh, for a very long time. Yeah. We all did. Like, yeah. not all of us, but many of us did. And that, like, that, that circles back to what we're talking about. That circles back to... Several of the videos that we've talked about, yes. we've mm -hmm. talked about before, those relationships that are authentic, and especially with mixed people, a lot of that stuff that we're dealing with right. comes from that place, right. comes from not having that foundation, and how to figure out how to break out of that, and how to figure out not to put that on other black people who have figured out how to break out of that. Right, exactly. And perpetuating that. And perpetuating that. And I think it's like, you know, I think about dating, right? Um, I'm single and I like being single because I don't find that I, that that compromise that has to be made mm. with dating white men is something that I'm willing to do anymore. So oh, to, to meet a white man who would want to date me, right? Um, the first thing that, that comes around to my mind is that first of all, why, you know, and not, <laughs> and I mean, because because I come with all of that. Absolutely. You don't know nothing about me. Absolutely. You don't know nothing about me. And the thing is, is like about me, that means that, yes, I'm sorry, black folks. I'm sorry, white folks who love black folks. All this shit that we're going through is about me, like about us, about we have, we, like you said, we carry it in our DNA. You don't have to like it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. We see our, un our uncle, cousin, sister, daddy, whoever the hell, on that ground, we recognize that. So the thing is, is that when you want to date, you want to come intimate, you want to get to know me, and you don't know that, like that is, and, and you're gonna have, you're gonna have these babies, and you're gonna have to grow old together. How? What is the quality of care that you are able to give me? In that well, and breaking the cycle too, the quality of life. Yes. yes. And you want to yes. be quiet. Now yep. you're uncomfortable. You're like, God, I feel so weird. With all this stuff going on, like the, the white dude, like, oh, I feel so weird. It's uncomfortable. What? <laughs> well, that's when they start flipping out when they uncomfortable. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I just don't get it. I don't get the, di I do get, I mean, you know. We get it. <laughs> it's a disconnect. And I just think that when we're, when we're getting ready for these, up when we're in the middle of these uprisings, and you're looking and you're asking yourself these questions, and the white tears are flowing down your face, and you're feeling guilty, you know, that's okay. I think it's actually okay. Just don't put it, just don't bring it over here. Mm -hmm. Like, I think someone, um, don't, it, right, right. I think that we, it's like, we're swimming. 
and the you know the water's up to here. We don't need your tears to take it up to here. You know what I'm saying? Please take your tears over there if you're not willing to work. It's time to work. I don't. I, I just want to. I want to circle back if that's okay. Circle back. Okay. Circle, circle. <laughs> we do that. Well, we I can't remember who said this, but somebody you were just talking, or Stormy was just talking, talking about. Uh, White people being uncomfortable with with the with our authentic feelings, like yeah. that discomfort that that evokes in white mm-hmm. people, and and I know discomfort leads to silence. I know discomfort. I didn't know what to say. I wanted to give you your space. I didn't know what you needed. I didn't want. Girl. I didn't want to be that white person. Oh, I don't want to get in trouble. You can work through that. <laughs> so if you, if I have people who love me, who are white, that I love, who are giving me their sadness while they are uncomfortable in response to being to my sadness making them uncomfortable we're just in this like echo chamber we're just in this white echo chamber that's not doing anything that's right that's right my feeling the fact of the matter our nation's feelings the feeling the agony that blackness as a whole globally right now people who belong to are tapped into Mm -hmm. who love who have relationships with authentic real relationships with blackness feel that agony we are all feeling that community isn't what makes you where you where you live where you are locally Mm -hmm. physically is not what makes community which i also think is something white people here need to understand Mm. um but those oh go ahead okay (laughs) look when go ahead i I was like no go ahead i want you to go go ahead okay Okay, rock paper scissors (laughs) (laughs) i'll come back i I don't want to lose my i've got it you You, know you got it because i don't have it those folks, it's just I just wanna I wanna wrap up my point because it's all over the place and it's 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 deep <laughs> okay. in public, sorry. Um don't give me your tears when you can't stand mine, when you don't know what to do with mine. Say it loud. I just wanna say that. that very clearly and succinctly, and it took me a while to get there. But that is my problem with white tears, mm-hmm. with those sad, those empty sad reacts from white people. Mm-hmm. I don't care how black folks react on my timeline. You you feel what you want to feel. But mm-hmm. the, the, that that perform that that needing to that white folks intentionally or not, whatever that intention is, it doesn't matter to me. It's the impact that is important, far more important. Bringing your sadness, making it known that is a choice. That is a decision. That doesn't mean not to feel that. That is work that we are all doing. Mm-hmm. And we're doing privately. We, are, we can't heap on to our white friends and our white family. Mm-hmm. Like It makes them uncomfortable and push us away more often than not. So for me to experience a number of white people who love me to bring their sadness and, put in, and display it for me when I'm not feeling... A huge surge or a a huge surge of white people when I have a lot of white people who think that they love me Mm -hmm. who are trying to take and just be present and hear and offer. I've had a handful of people who do that. Like, can I bring you a meal? Can I do can I bring you this? Can I do that? That is amazing. That Mm -hmm. is incredible. Mm -hmm. You don't have there are things that you can do without having to know and understand my whole struggle and require and require me to explain it to you until you get Mm -hmm. it in order to earn your action. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You do that with white people you love all the time. You don't have to understand what they feel or what's hurting them deeply in order to be moved to help. It's it's the same idea of (laughs) of having to see the dead black body. Yes. It's the same idea. Absolutely. It's taking. It's taking. And remember nineteen. 
1955, you know what I mean? Like the first recognition that we saw as a whole community was a little boy, 14-year-old Emmett Till, who supposedly mm. whistled at a white woman. And you saw his body and what they did to him and drove Girl, him down the street. And they put the water iron around his neck and they float him in the creek. You mm. know what I mean? You, we saw that, you know? We actually saw I the body when it came back. It's the, it's the same thing that's happening now. What I'm saying is this. Them white tears, they don't work no more. So if you crying about it, we know there's a fucking hoax. That's what we do now. Okay? They don't conspiracy work. Conspiracy theory. They don't work. Like, let's break your fucking the cycle. White tears are conspiracy theories. They don't work. <laughs> Fake news. It doesn't work. Get on with it. You know what I mean? And for you to sit there and to form up some tears, you're a good actress. You're a good actor. But you're forming up these tears and really saying, like, my little offense right now is more important than everybody you've known that have died because of their skin color. And I just don't think you understand <laughs> right now that it's me. It's me and my heart. And right now, and then once again, everything in the room, the attention goes on her, the time goes on her, the energy goes on her. Everything you have is sucked into this one little parasite that is sucking the breath away from every single living organic thing that is positive in the world. Everything that is living and organic and positive comes from us. It's just there. It's in our nature. Like, we bring it. I, I'm just saying, like, we're still going back to this, but the tears, it's like, they're useless now. Like, they at this point, now. like, don't come up to me. It's like, you're going to come up to me with the tears? You might as well come up to me with a gun. It's the same thing. Mm. You gonna call it? You gonna call it? I'll be the wolf today, right? <laughs> you gonna write the tears? And the gun is on my emotions. It's on my psychological abilities. It's on my spirituality. It's on my physique. It's on my how I take it's care of my, my kids. Safety. It's on my safety. On my livelihood. You know on saying? my job. On my reputation. That's right. All of it. Mm -hmm. If I'm gonna All go broke it. and hungry and everybody in my family that's a man gonna die from the genocide, it's like, oh, I guess I, I better I better put on my maid robe. And go out there because I want to stay alive. I need to stay on the porch <laughs> because it's dangerous out there. Yeah. And if I know my white neighbor isn't going to stand up and do something and be there on my safety level, my health level, my more than three-fifths of a man level, you know, if they're not going to stay up, then yeah, of course, God damn it, I'm staying on the porch. Yep. Oh, oh, girl, you knocked it over. <laughs> Shoot, I went on a tangent. I've been going on a tangent. And, you know, I love you people. <laughs> she said, I asked all that. I love y'all. I, I was going there. I think it's cr it's cricket. Y'all just gonna have to deal with it. This, it's, with it. it'll, it'll be fine. I like seeing Mallory. It's the way it's gonna go. Try to straighten it. Try to, try to like straighten like, like the Try to straighten the uh, the phone all together. There we go. Like, I don't know. Y'all, we you see, we didn't set up the. the we set it up the best we could. We're glad we're still here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for being with Thank us. Thank you. While we try it, while we do this. Um, wait, what is that? Oh, it's my mom called before. Okay, so, so yeah. <laughs> After that, yeah, that's right. That's about it. Um, no, uh, that was a lot, Stormy. Damn, you got me all hot up here. <laughs> I was like, shit. Okay, the fan it off. Got some blood flowing. Lord have mercy. She's tripping. <laughs> you did great, and I love it. <laughs> Woo! Okay. I'm upset with it. You know? I, I think it's like we, the same story, a little silly story. You know what I, I mean? I wanna, I want to continue the conversation about that idea that all of what you guys are just saying, and these white folks who do believe that they're doing the damn thing, right? Thank you very much. 
But I would like to you to understand that I'm a professional person, right? I've held professional positions. Um, I've worked in the medical field. I've worked for the, st the state. I've worked for the city. I've worked in higher uh, positions. I've worked in lower positions. I've worked with people. Guaranteed, I have unless I lived in Texas, the time I lived in Texas, I'm not talking about that. When I've lived here, I don't think I've ever worked with another black person. Mm. Just so you know, all these woke white folks, all these touched white people, all these people who, who hold down and own businesses and all, it is your responsibility to understand that you, if you do not change the policies around your structural racism, that, has, that because you're following the book, you are continuing, even though you're loving my post, sharing my shit, you know, sharing her shit, throwing $5 at it, if you're not changing what you can change where you work to bring more uh, inclusivity in, and actual bringing inclusion means changing the policies that stand as it is, if you're not doing that, I'm sorry, you're not stepping to up to the plate the way that you can in a way that other people cannot. That's the whole problem here. We keep talking, for me, my opinion, we keep talking mm -hmm. about each other. We keep talking about she, you know, the authentic friendships. We keep talking mm -hmm. about the sex. We talk about the lovers. We talk about the, the children. But then we all go back to fucking work. Whew, yeah. Right? With these white folks who don't know what to say to you because they know that you're upset about seeing yet another black body. And they know that you're the only black person in the goddamn office. So now everyone's tiptoeing around you. But you don't, but they don't, they will not. You're wondering, why am I the only black person here? Why am I the only one saying that at the diversity meeting, can we have black, black you know, can Is we this? talk about somebody else besides Martin Luther King? Can we do right. anything else besides the potluck? You know, can we, anything, anything else that has to do and support and, and actually give uh, monetary and, and media coverage to positivity in the black culture and the black community. Can we do that? If you're not hiring black folks who are qualified, don't be hiring black folks because they're black. Or out-of-staters because qualified. they don't know the truth. Mm -hmm. They have to be qualified. There are black people. There are brown people. There are more black women educated in this country than anybody else. So I know you can find one. Hire their ass. Ding, ding. And yeah. get them to help open up the organization and bring in true incl in, uh, inclusiveness. Because otherwise, it's just bullshit. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I keep saying that. It's like a tick. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, though. <laughs> like, it, that's straight bullshit. I'm not sorry at all. But I feel like we're not going to change anything. Mm -hmm. We have all these conversations and even these uprisings and they're tearing down the buildings. And, I, you know, and, I, and I, I get it because that's actually where it needs to go. The policy and the structure has to be inclusive. It has to include black minds black community and you have to hear it and then you've got to change it otherwise we're just doing the same thing all over again to put ourselves back in the same position now it was like oh 1968 all over again well no shit because when you don't fix the problem what does it do it just keeps repeating just it keeps just going. keeps repeating itself mm -hmm. as long as we're not at the table this shit is going to continue and it's going to repeat and our children are going to pay for it and i'm sure you heard that in 1968 too you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you heard Martin Luther King say, if we don't get this shit straight, our kids are going to pay for it. Here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> here we are. That's right. Fucking paying for it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so all I'm saying is that let's, let's while, the, while the getting is good, let's, let's stop talking about the, the fact that we need our, our grassroots 
organizations to step up? No, the fuck we don't. They are already stepping up. The fact that they're here in the middle of this bullshit means that they're stepping up. Mm-hmm. What we need to do is go from the top up. The policymakers and the structural corporations that are that we all rely on, those are the people who are holding up the racist rhetoric that everyone else doesn't understand that we just need. We just need to have it this way. This is this is the law and this is the order. On my back. Mm, we right? need to know who the man behind the man behind the man behind the man back, behind the man is. No, no, we know who it is. Take back, take back Shit. the guy. It's like we need to accept and recognize that's who it is. Yes. Well, the white folks who are standing up like I love black people, but then when they go to work, they're not. When they're hiring people, they're not. They're not going. Why don't we have more black folks applications? Are we actually doing? Any kind of research to find out why we can't keep our black employees. Well, that, hey, that, that person is who I'm talking the about. The reason they can't, this is how I see it, because I've done the workforce, but I don't like to be in it. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm too, mm, that's not for me over there. But, you know, I see it as, you know, I see I it as when, when you're in the, when you're, when the one black person is always being recycled at a, at a, uh, at an institution, it's because they're not a safe space. Like, yeah, they're the one black person, yes. but they're not so safe. I'm not so, asking so black even, people. No, I know. I know. Okay. I'm talking about for the white people. You okay. know what I mean? You're saying, like, why is there always a recycling? Like, we all can't be two in a room together because then we're a gang. You know what I mean? I can't walk down the street with more than three black people I know because then we're a gang. And that's the same thing in the workplace. So I'm saying, like, it recycles because they're, they can only be... They can only accept one of us at a time. And then the one that's there because everything else is heightened around them. They come in the workplace. They know that that is not safe. So they're just waiting to snap. And then when they snap, they get fired because their voice got heightened. So then they have to recycle through another one that they think they can, they can run the gauntlet, you know, until somebody cries wolf. But that's, then, that's my whole point. Yeah. That's my whole point. If these folks, these white folks who are, who are flowing white tears... And who are at the rallies and who are who are who are you know given the two dollars right or they're not the ones who are at the dance classes the ones who are at the recital the ones who are at the rap concerts if you are in a position of power at your place of work and you don't see no black folks and you're not saying anything you can change the policy you can lean on a little harder you see what I'm saying? Because that means you're mm. you're willing to put your livelihood. You need diversity training. No, the whole no, business. The livelihood on the line. If you have that girl, everyone's got diversity training. It's about eight yeah. hours once a year. Pretty much. Like, you know, I mean, everyone's got that just so they can check it off the box and get that federal check. They okay. got the diversity training. But, but not people, by us. No, well, the, yeah. not generally, no. Or yes, and that's the only black person they have in their building the whole goddamn year. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Like, you know, they're like welcoming this black person with from the diversity train with all the food and the, he's coming, he's coming. And everyone's super happy and we're so glad you came. And ain't nobody else black walked through the doors until he comes back again next year. So all I'm saying is when, when you are at the door, when you are at the table <laughs> and you try to be you're trying to be that ally, y'all, be real. Okay? Be real. There ain't nobody at the table who's representative and you cannot represent us. You cannot speak for us. You cannot even make it inclusive without us. You can't do it. So I want, I'm, what I'm trying to say, with, through those white tears, you, I need you to lean in to what in your world would, would, would make a sacrifice uh, for the greater good. And when you say sacrifice for the greater good, that includes me. Yes, it does. You see and what I'm saying? And that includes yes. them. And, and that includes them. them. What I'm saying, they talk about the greater good. They're thinking about, you know, 
their retirement. They said, no, the greater good is for the people. Humanity. Humanity. Right yes, now. right. And we are part of that greater good, which means when you're on a hiring panel and you don't see nobody qualified through this thing and, and, and through the, uh, and you're looking at the applications and you're like, dang, all I see is white folks or all I see is, uh, you know, uh, white folks and Spanish folks. You know, all I see is that. What's going on? Oh, wow, we had a great black employee. She lasted about a year. She lasted. You see the, the verbiage there? She lasted. Because she knows that when she came into the place that they know that this was a toxic environment anyway. It wasn't for her. So she lasted two years. You see what I'm saying? She was so, tortured for So years. the truth of it is that you didn't have a plan to keep her there anyway. There wasn't nothing around. And it's not the idea that you have to... Uh, to we, you don't have to change operation of, of what you're doing as a profession. You're not doing anyone a service if it's not inclusive. There are plenty of black men and women, you know, and other at all that are qualified. All you got to do is open the damn door and listen to what they have to say. No. And I'm saying highly qualified. I'm saying educated. I'm saying mm -hmm. experienced, you know? So, so all that, we never see black people. Not an excuse. Go find them. They out there. We need jobs too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if we you got, wanted them, you could find them. We got when you want us for anything else, you find us. Oh, yeah, holla! When you want us for anything else, you fucking find. I'm sorry, you find us. <laughs> Girl, please, I'm I'm no, <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. Okay. You can find us. That's right. Right. That's right. That's you gonna what, go and find us and steal all our stuff. You gonna find it. You're gonna find it. That's right. So, so that, so this, this, this opportunity to talk about white tears is because here we are, right? In a, in a state of overwhelm. We're all overwhelmed. Everyone is overwhelmed. You know, everyone's feelings are valid. But you have to understand, you gotta understand that, uh, like you were, you were describing the, the pitiful white, like the, the sad, the, the, what did you call her? The weak. Like over there, it's not feeble. Feeble, feeble. Girl was the best. Feeble, yes. Yeah, feeble. <laughs> I, know, I, I checkmarked that. Okay. <laughs> Use that. Feeble, right? Use that. Oh, man. Fragile is worn out. Feeble. <laughs> yes. Fragile. We know you're fragile. <laughs> we know you're fragile. You're getting used to that word. Feeble. We'll throw that at you. <laughs> See what this does. <laughs> I mean, the truth of it is, is like that's, that is the truth of it. You, you're not doing anyone a favor, favor doing that. Nope. You know, if you want to be an ally, you want to be, uh, uh, you know, I, I keep, for the lack of better words, like, woke. You know what I mean? Uh, feeble doesn't work. There ain't nothing about us feeble. Where would you even start? Where would you even go being feeble? Like, where would you go being sad and, and the white tears and the, I can't take it? This is an overwhelm for everybody. Yeah. Well, so, so how are you being, stand up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, these get are, yours. Get your ass. Girl, that's how I feel. I'm going to get your ass off the ground. Don't see that shit around here. Wipe the damn tears away. Wipe the shit. Stand up. Stand up straight. You know what I'm saying? Put that's your head right. up. Because that's, that's right. what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So, so stand up. You know, don't bring it at us. Put your head up. Yep. You know, that's what we're telling our kids when they have to come out home from school being uh, uh, targeted all day long, tired of being the only black person in the BSU, <laughs> you know, tired of being the only person explaining slavery and, and, and uh, Black History Month. And you they don't have saying? the privilege to cry and get the same reaction. We don't. No mm. way. You Our tears are scary. 
scary. Our tears are scary and they're threatening and they actually come from everybody. All the way down from the Nile to the Mississippi. At five years old, they're scary. Yes. At five years old. That's right. Oh my God, he's really angry. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to be aggressive. Look at him. Third grade? Oh, you're aggressive. Third third grade. Look at him. Look at him getting mad. Yes. Someone hit him. Look at him. Gosh, he really needs to control his emotions. I'm not sure what's happening in your household, (laughs) but you know, there's some things that's happening. You know, I'm not sure what's happening. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You know what? I remember one time. uh, Oh, girl, we even got into story time. I I remember one time my daughter. um, She someone called her the N word, and she slapped that shit out of his ass. And he was like, he was like, I think they were in second grade, third grade, but she just was like, that ain't right, and smacked him. Girl, they pulled me into the, the principal's office and they told me what happened. And I said, I, I think we're having a misunderstanding. You called me in for what? For it, something I praised my okay, kids I, for. I, 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 <laughs> but that's Did you I, I, I told her that that's quite all right. And the, I remember the principal saying, I know what you're saying. Like she was like, she started talking slow. I know what you're saying. And I know that that. I, I, but here we have a policy of nonviolence. Tell that motherfucker who just said, called her the N-word, because that's where the violence started, right? Her smacking his ass is exactly what she should be doing. And that's what I told him, and or told her, the principal, and I said, is she, is she suspended? No. Does she have to come home? No. I said, well, don't call me for this anymore. That's right. <laughs> don't call me about this anymore. Yeah, racism you know I mean? is not considered bullying because it's using words. And there's no word that you can call trailer trash, white boy. Like, there's no real, you know, term for white people to get so offended because the world has been surrounded and catered to them. They don't have a word that ticks them off. Not like that. Not like that. No, so I it's like, how dare them raise their fist? If I just said a word to them, I just you should be able to turn the other cheek. Martin Luther King now <laughs> told us to you. Well, sorry, we had to Marcus Garvey over here, little bit of Malcolm. You know what I mean, Malcolm she Post. Said, said, I'm sorry, this is the Malcolm X household. <laughs> this is the Mar- Can hear me scream it 
but I'm going to be so high up, you can't touch me. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. So that was really what the, the structural part of it was. Now, people have told me, I love that, that you guys are just free, doing your thing. I love it. Now, I've, I've heard lots of white folks love me being me. Oh, you know, and love just, us just being free. Right, and just doing our thing. <laughs> but the truth of it is, like I said, I'm going to keep doing this because this feels good. You know, whether they're watching it, someone, another black woman who, who wrestles with her blackness was telling me that she feels like sometimes the shit that we say is inflammatory. Okay, that whatever we say is going to land on the people and they're going to do what they want with it. That's how an artist works. Your, your art is what you interpret it as and you put it out there and then the people do what they want with it. I'm okay with that. But the truth of it is, if you find yourself thinking that you're supporting me, by coming on, that's awesome. But the truth is you're taking the information and you are learning from our experiences. And if you really want to be righteous, you put $5 in the Patreon. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. We're going to continue to do what we do. So this is not performative for them. You know what I'm saying? The fact is that I'm putting it out there because I don't want to not be heard anymore. I don't want to be at work being like, Thank you for coming by and checking on me. And they walk out like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because we've all done that, right? right. I, then you go to the print, Aisha, you've, you've, um, you feel a little, you seem a little off. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Are you sure? Do you need to take some days off? You're going to pay me for it? No, just your personal days. Just, I'm, I don't know if you could take some more time off. You get like 10 minutes after lunch or something. No, I think I'm good. I'm just going to go back to my desk. Okay, okay. Just call me if you need me. Walk out. Roll my eyes. That was some bullshit. Took time away from my desk. Don't fucking talk to me. All that shit's going through our head, right? Because that interaction was bullshit. Yeah, and they expect you to be hunky dorty dorty doody all the time. Right. But if not, then you're really black and threatening. Or you have to come have that conversation. You're gonna go post You have second. to come have that conversation. You have to tell the white folks, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. I'm just gonna go back to my desk and fucking swallow it like I always do. But okay. really, and we could be like, no, I'm not okay with it. It has nothing to do with you right now. I need to go digest this. But it's all good. I can still perform my job. But I'm going to go over here. I need about a week or so. You know, maybe if you want to bring me coffee or something. But no words. No words. But that would be a safe place. That would be a safe place. Because right then, I'm already going, damn, now they're not going to call me for the meeting because they think I'm going to act up. Now they right, because they don't know what it is. So instantly they're doing like the tears that aren't showing, the inner tears now and be like, well, it must have been me. And yeah. so don't I do this. I checked in with her. She it, said she was all right. Yep. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, now yep. because now I'm the problem. Yep. Now I'm the problem. They checked in and it's good. So yep. all I'm saying is that here in this space, we don't have to check in. And, no, whether, no. and now if they're walking by watching and they're picking up some information, I'm actually happy about that. Learn from it. Take it in. Take it in, think about it. Because what you're hearing right now is what you don't hear. It doesn't mean it's not being said or thought. Trust. Most black folks who come into my show or who call me or who text me or who send me messengers uh, and white folks, they're like truth.com up on black girl from Eugene. You know, y'all are speaking the truth. I've been trying to say it for years. That's exactly what I was feeling. That's, I love that you guys are saying it. Speak it out louder. Keep on talking. Blah, blah, blah. All that is, all that's there. So this is not, I'm saying all of this because I don't want you to feel like we're on display for white folks. That's not this. No, I definitely don't think we're on display. I think they can change whatever they want to change it into, but it doesn't take away from the intention that we have. 
And I believe it's in communication. Right, it is yeah. for us. And communicate. it's a form of healing and communication allows people to break the cycle. Right. You know what I mean? If you're not talking, then you're not breaking the cycle and you're not uncomfortable and you're not evolving, you know? And even for those that aren't into it, it's like, you know, haters, that's still people talking about it. But you need to be talking about what we're talking about, not talking about us talking about it. I right. think that that yeah. is a big yeah. difference. Girl, say, say it again. Say it again. I think you need to be talking about well, not what we're talking about. Talk about what we're talking about, not how we're talking about it. Right. Or that we're talking about. Oh, or that, that we're, we're talking, talking about. about it. That. Girl, all that. Girl, the gems are just coming out. Like, they're just coming out. Like, <laughs> right? Right? So, um, does anyone have something else or anything else or more to say? Because we didn't, we didn't done it, y'all. But I mean, because there's always more to say. <laughs> but I don't even know how long we've been on here. Me neither. I don't know. Um, sorry, y'all. Uh, people. Are, I, I do. Oh, am I okay? Before I don't know. I shouldn't. Uh, no, do it, girl. Say it. As long as, <laughs> hey, as long as y'all want to talk, I feel every time we do this, I always feel better. Me too. I think, <laughs> and to be honest, I've I have more authentic friendships with black women now than I have lived growing up here ever. And so I, I love you both because I feel authentic connection to both of you. And I really feel like in this time where authenticity is questionable at all, I mean, it's just like mm, people, people put the mask on real tight. You know, the makeup is real good. Like they be covering that shit up. So it's like, I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, damn, that's a lot of, a lot of shit you got covering, <laughs> covering that racism. Yeah, I did. Covering that. Heavy mask. I almost didn't see it, but I saw it peeking out on the side yeah, there. You did. You forgot that spot. <laughs> so, you know. You your jaw You got to blend. <laughs> so, I mean, I, the, the, this has brought to me more authentic friendships where I'm like, you know what? I, I need it. Now, most su- Sundays, I'm not going to lie, I'm tired. By the time Sunday come around, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do the show. Well, it's the whole day. It it's takes tired. a whole day for me. Like, it it's is. like, this is the only thing I'm going to do today. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, you know, they, like getting up early, which is not really that early. But for me, it's like it's a Sunday. <laughs> it's and then you're exuding all the energy, you know. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, you still kind of want to party, but not really. Because you get up. Like, yeah, right. and then, like, I, I'm, like, ready to go to bed by 6.30. And I'm like, oh, that was a long day. Yeah, yes. You know, you right. just, like, release so much. For me, I, I enjoy that. I'm not getting frustrated now with the interactions of other people, my racial engagements that I have. Because, you know, like, I definitely got lots of masks. And most of the time now that I know, I choose not to wear them. And it just, it probably causes me sometimes more anguish sometimes instead of just, like, doing the whole Martin Luther thing, you know. But, But this allows me to, like, release so much. You know, that I feel like I have enough space internally to bring in new things and evolve more because I'm able to release, you know, what I can yes. do here on Sunday, as well as like really being in an authentic, safe space mm-hmm. with black women, especially when we visually get to see each other. It's like it's so that was worth even just coming out for, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like we're talking about real things that's on our soul and we're being loud and we're being aggressive and we're being threatening and we are, <laughs> you know, all those good words that keeps us black. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and we're just, we're, you know, and then we're just being unapologetic and the things that we're having, it's like, it's finally a space where, you know, knowing that 
I feel this way and I'm able to express, knowing that Mallory feels this way and able to express, knowing Aisha is able this way to be, and still express ourselves in a space as well as when we get out in the world, it's like our shield is stronger, stronger now. Like our material, it. our it garments it. are a little bit shinier and you can't, they don't come off anymore. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to be able to pinpocket me emotionally. Yeah. This is where we're at and we're standing like, on this line, this strong it feels line, so much is metaphorically stronger. protesting, yeah. as we do for all of the women, you know what I mean? And even if they don't listen to it, when I drive down the street now in Eugene, I'm like, I know she heard it. I know she be feeling me. You know what I mean? I be waving that. Even so Mallory was like, leave my people alone. I be looking at him like, hey, black man. And he be really light and then nappy head. And I'm like, happy to be nappy head. And they be like, oh my God, is she looking at me? And I'm like, come on, black man. I see you know. You a Negroid, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, black people. to come on and I and I will continue to invite lots of people to come on <coughs> and I've I've made more connection through to people get to know more people that way um and I have it, by the way people who are watching I don't have anything against men there's literally been two men on my show why or three men four but like I don't two of them I, I didn't even know you know and uh one of them was a disaster and one of them was really great and I, and I they were like, both really great Okay, you yeah. They're really all over it. Well, all I'm saying is that I want more men on my show. Like, black men. Yeah. Where are y'all? So if you out here, come on. We would love to hear you speak. Get a hold of Aisha, black girl from Eugene. We would love to hear your voice. This is for all of us. This is not just for black women, although uh, clearly my, you know, I, my experience is one of a black woman. But I don't care what gender you choose. If you're black and you need a space and you got something to say, hit me up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's do it. Mallory and Stormy will most likely be on the set. Okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got Nail, who's out here, who's doing her thing out here. It's been heavy for everyone. Nail is a strong ally. I will always have, she's always welcome on the show. You Absolutely. know what I mean? I got girls who were first on the show early, Amelia and Tasha. They, they supported me at the very beginning where they were like, you don't have a guest, I'll be there. Like running down 10 minutes, like someone didn't show up, I'm going to show up. That's the kind of, that's it, right? Yeah. And all those women are not black. So I just want that to be put out there. You know, that's, that's another way of us going back down to, to our conversation to begin with. 
It's like, if you really want to show up for something, that's how you do it, right? That's how you do it. And so here we are, you know, June is tomorrow. Woo, tomorrow. Girl, what the hell happened? And are we in quarantine or are we about to go into martial law because they're rioting? Like, are we, the, the four hours that we're able to go out the house, they're killing us for four hours, you know what I mean? We step off the goddamn porch and now they're shooting us, you know what I mean? Not even shooting us, they're, they're, they're choking us to death with their knees and watching the breath come away the soul be raptured from someone's body right like we're watching it again yeah, yeah and again yeah. and again not as fast as shooting i mean like yeah you know what i mean like that like one you don't even get the anonymity yeah. of a gun right like, no a knee and a neck is is a different level and then you have also your asian american police officer standing there on watch guard so all the 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 black people don't come and attack us like that's yeah, pretty much asian, what i saw the asian community was disgusted with he that. did nothing yeah he did fucking nothing yeah the asian community has came up and was like what was he doing he should have said something the, the blue code is stronger than anyone will understand and we need to cut it out like we need to break it up it's yeah. i'm sorry it's done it's done it's done it's done we cannot go into 2021 with the same bullshit we cannot and i and you know um get your fire iron your, your fire license get your gun licenses register your guns get protected learn how to put some food in your pantry right. teach your kids some skills Right. <laughs> learn, how to, learn how to grow. Learn how to grow some food. Learn how to grow yeah. some food. Learn how to help. Learn how to. You know what I mean. All of those things. The community so as a whole skills. needs yep. to come together yep. and be a force to be reckoned with. And that's any skill you got. You and know it's what not, I mean. And it's not everybody who need. Everyone doesn't need to own. I don't think everyone needs to own a gun. I don't think everyone needs to know how to uh, grow. I think we need to come together with our strengths. I think we need to recognize each other's strengths. I mean, not to say that you shouldn't, that everyone can do what they want to. I personally <clears throat> think about, I know I've had a gun, I've shot a gun, I've tried to think about, would I ever really use a gun? I, for, you know okay, I mean? okay. And I'm mentally stable. <laughs> the ones who, who are smart enough to use a gun correctly, I'm down with, but I just don't trust the motherfucker. You got classes. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, on a structural level, yes, on I a know, systematic right. structural level, if more people were licensed to have guns, it'd be less likely that they'll call somebody else army to come in and police us no, because you know they what? won't be coming to your area because per capita, y'all got more guns than people. You know what? Is what all yeah. I'm saying. This, It'll be this less a likely. Whole, this is a whole other podcast episode. Shoot, I'm saying <laughs> get it together. Well, right now it's kind of not if everyone actually could if we can hold like what civil civil arrest on the cops if there was you know we can't do that we can't we can, all we can do is stand around in a circle and videotape for and then nine hope, minutes and then hope and pray minutes. hope and pray yeah. hope and pray that somebody's gonna actually go to jail for it. and then when they go to jail they're not gonna go to the fluffy jail they're gonna go to i'm gonna get raped in my ass jail <laughs> Shit. No. and that's still after that life is lost Right, after because you have to wait until the police are done. That's right. Right, you have to just stand that's there right. and wait. That's and then they gotta go through a case from that, and well, then I mean, that never comes. That's a bigger situation. I mean, I think I, I think I even said that on my thing. I was like, wait a minute, how? Why? What fear do we have that nobody thinks that like five cops that. 15 of us can stop them from choking out a person. Yep. Like, they, they didn't say, don't come over here. They sure didn't go. We didn't oh, go. That's and that's the, the silence again. There's Back 20 to the of silence. Us. There's 20 of us. There's five of them. There's no reason that we got to shoot. I, just stop the situation. There's more of 
less than them. Like it, we could have probably rioted out. right there, and and they could have been distracted enough for them to stop and come after us. Like and we could have like thrown some rocks dude. behind the ring. You know, I mean, <laughs> all I don't, I'm saying is, I'm I don't not, know. I'm, all I'm saying is, the videotaping is helpful. But I but it's distressing to realize that everyone who's watching is traumatized enough that they're just watching That's someone die they and us. they can't move. That's and and they, they can't move. They can't move and they feel like that video is it's the only thing, thing. That, the, the closest thing to justice we have. So when we see those videos shared, we feel that. Yes. We feel yes. that. We we're feel like, that. Like, like, thank God they got a video, right? Oh, oh yeah. Thank God they got a video, but they wouldn't have a video. Like I'll be, I'll be happy if the video dropped. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? And, and we saw went. some feet kicking <laughs> and some, 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 <laughs> and people yelling motherfuckers and all that stuff and yes. slamming. And instead of the riots happening after, because we know that's the whole cycle. We know the same thing. Yeah, we got a videotape. Yeah, there was a body hung in the tree. Oh, nobody saw it before the body got hung, or somebody did, but. No one stopped it. Oh, I feel really bad. Yeah. My white guilt is happening because I didn't stop it, but there's a videotape. Yeah. Instead, like, right there should have been the riot. The, white the folks, riot should have happened the, right the white folks, there. The white, the white folks who are standing around, those are the ones who can, without the, the most repercussions, get on those police officers. Yep. Even if it's like, if you're going to be this far from their face talking about, let them go, let them go, let that's them right. go, then do it. Because they know, ain't going to arrest no white people now. That's what we've seen <coughs> it again and again, again, right? You know we've what I mean? It. So yeah. have, they're, they're plaqued down with guns, screaming at their face, the police don't go nowhere. So if you see someone and they're, and they're on the ground, it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter why. It's a death grip. You know, you see someone getting their head beat in, it doesn't matter why. It's, that's not how it's supposed to go down. And that person can die, and you can help them. So all I'm saying is that the camera helps. But you know what? If you can do more, say, hold my camera, and go. Yep. Go. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't necessarily. Our lives are actually on the line. That person on the ground is dying. So you know, and it's, a lot, it's a lot of conversation to have around that paralyzing fear of that authority that these cops and, these, and that... That when they take their shirts off, they're just me and you, right? When they take off their uniform, they're just a guy on the street. Well, so, it's funny. One of one of my friends, she was like, <laughs> it was in Texas, and it was like some police officers, and she's like, whatever y'all about to do, and she circled this one. She goes, that motherfucker right there, fine. Please don't hurt him. <laughs> the truth of it is, is that when you take off the uniform, they're just some dude. Yep. But are they? You see what I'm saying? Yep. yep. So where, when that uniform and that symbolic that 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 symbolic nature that we are we are allowing to perpetuate the racism, it has us paralyzed. Those that symbolic nature has got to end. If you will push a retail worker far, <laughs> far enough to get to the manager, see how far you want to push your authority with the police. Right. Like Kyle you're doing that for you. You're doing that for yep. you. And you know, demonstratively we know you're probably not gonna be shot on spot. That's what you know that you will be able to do now. that. And at worst, you'll be detained, you'll be pushed away. If enough people do that, you might be able to effectively interrupt yep. without lives lost. Just like we you don't know. have that privilege. We Definitely don't. not. No. Come on, white people. You're, you're, you're weaponizing your tears. Could you use that privilege to, to make right. it work yep. out? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, on that note, that's a, that was a long ass video on white tears. <laughs> Mm, I hope yeah. I hope that felt okay to y'all. Yeah. It felt good to me. It feels good. Yeah, it I'm, does. Hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. Your heart feels mm -hmm. good, right? Like, oh, it like, feels so. good. It feels good to like use your tears for the front line. Jump in there instead of using your tears, you use your body and you stop. Yeah, you just stop it. Yeah, yeah. whatever incident that's happening, 